Welcome to Going the Extra Mile, a podcast brought to you by New Leaf Training and Development. Each edition is sure to lift your spirit and encourage you in today's working world. Enjoy! Boards of directors don't sit, serve. Over the years, I've been asked to join various boards of directors, and I've noticed there are two types of board members, those who sit and those who serve. I found that those who sit irritate those who serve. Being in the latter category, I've often chose to step down from a board or decline offers to even join a board if I sense there are more sitters than servers. For nearly two decades now, I've heard many local non-profit executive directors right here in my own backyard complain about a disengaged board of directors or board members not pulling their own weight. Again, I've observed it's because there are sitters occupying seats that those who want to serve could fill. So how does someone become a sitter? My experience has convinced me that those who sit on boards and make little to no contribution are involved for the wrong reasons. Their motivation, and I use that word lightly, this is often very little motion, is self-centered rather than mission-centered. Sitting on as many boards as possible may look good on their civic resume, but they're too busy running between board buffets to actually accomplish anything meaningful. Conversely, those who serve on boards are driven to action by their passion for the organization's mission. Those who serve choose carefully where they wish to make a contribution of their time, talents and treasure. Their motivation is outside of themselves, whereas those who sit are all about their own self-centered agenda. As the right great John Wooden once said, quote, never mistake activity for achievement, end quote. I found this axiom rings true when I observe those who sit on boards. The sitters are always late, they're always scrambling, and their common response when asked why something hasn't been done as a result of the last meeting is because they were busy, super busy. And if they really want to avoid any level of personal accountability, super crazy busy. On the other hand, I've observed that those who serve are always early to meetings. They do what they said they were going to do as a result of the last meeting. They listen well to others and speak clearly and concisely, always with a servant's heart. So if you're involved with the board of directors, may I respectfully encourage you to take a long look in the mirror and ask yourself whether you truly are being of service to the organization. Have you innocently taken on just too many commitments and would it be better to prune the branches? Are you sitting on a board for ulterior motives and is your lack of execution hindering rather than helping? Are you actually occupying a seat that would be better taken by someone who truly wants to serve? While we're on the subject of boards, I've also noticed that some organizations, especially nonprofits, have a tremendously large number of board members. Have you ever wondered why this is? Is there that much to do beyond the people who are actually on the organization's payroll that they need such a large board? My observation and evidence has proven that the motivation for having very large boards is simply money. It's a pay to play model. It's not uncommon to require board members to pay thousands of dollars annually simply for the privilege of having their headshot on the website. 
and been honoured in their sitting at the entity's banquets. And there's the dichotomy, large boards paying huge sums, but not actually achieving much in the process of all this giving and receiving. There is an economic exchange, but I see little to no return on investment. In summary, my experience has proven to me that highly affected boards are 100% populated by people who serve. Such servants are willing to bring their time, talents and treasures to support an organisation whose mission they believe in. It's that true north that the entity was built upon that inspires such servants to work incredibly well together. Anyone who wants to merely sit often doesn't feel comfortable with all this focused activity and execution. Such people should actually step down from their sitting position so that someone else can actually step up and serve. Finally, I found that the most optimal board size to be in the range of about five to 10 people. Any fewer than that, and there's too much on each person's shoulders. Any more than that, it can actually encourage passivity and no one has any time for that. I hope you found that short story useful. And if you did, feel free to rate, review, and share this podcast. We'll be back next week with another episode, and we also invite you to check out our other weekly podcast, Take 5, an inspiring interview with a leader worth listening to. Bye for now.